A bobbing sea of skeletons, coffins, and death masks streamed through the arteries of the city, the procession moving to the steady, hypnotic beat of pounding drums. His probing gaze roamed the mob. As one of Mexico's top drug lords, Espinoza knew how to spot cops. His trained eye picked out the heavily armed police guards from the crowd, their presence unable to spoil the celebration. If any screams should escape from his club, the drums and shouts of the surging congregation below would drown them out. The festive atmosphere outside was the fusion of ancient Aztec beliefs in death with the Catholic celebrations of All Saints Day. While the people below used this day to reconnect with deceased friends, family members, and ancestors, Espinoza directed his prayers to Santa Muerte. Unlike traditional Catholic saints, Santa Muerte wasn't the spirit of a living person, but the personification of death itself. The grim repress was the perfect deity for a man in his line of work. Besides the nightclub, Espinoza's business empire counted sweatshops, drugs, and murder among its many revenue streams. Most people who worshipped the goddess offered cigars, chocolate, tequila, or fruit. They were deceiving themselves if they thought the repress could ever be satisfied with such frivolous tokens of their adoration. To Espinoza's mind, Santa Muerte only accepted the currency of blood, and he was about to make his payment. A muffled moan emanated from the large space behind him, and Espinoza shifted his attention away from the festivities. Deep shadows cloaked the storage room on the top floor of his building. Usually it contained a few crates of alcohol, a dusty desk, and a ratty couch. His eyes locked on the nude beauty dangling from the ceiling at the center of the room. She was strung up by her feet like a hog, the rope secured around steel rafters, her tawny body pointing toward the ground. The woman's tight, small breasts somehow defied gravity as her long black hair, now caked with sweat and fear, brushed the dusty wooden floor. Her listless expression suggested a deep resignation to her fate. The woman's name was Camilla, and she was a nineteen-year-old dancer at the club, and she would die today by his hand. Three robed, hooded figures surrounded the beauty, their faces painted like grisly skulls. Just like Espinoza, each figure wielded a rusty machete and was waiting for him to give them the word. Honoring Santa Muerte with human blood sacrifices had helped Espinoza secure supernatural protection and success in his extensive business dealings. Fewer and fewer of his drug shipments were being seized by U.S. border guards since he'd started carrying out the rituals. It was almost as if Santa Muerte's magic made his trucks invisible to the prying gringo's eyes. The thought of what lay ahead sent a thrill up his spine, and he clutched his machete tighter. As the leader, he would strike the first blow. Soon enough, metal would rend flesh, and the plastic tarp underneath the catatonic girl would turn a dark red. His instructions to his men were clear. The blows were to be aimed at the torso and extremities as to extend the suffering of the sacrifice. The more savage the victim's death, the greater the future reward from the goddess. For a beat, he peered into the woman's eyes. He wanted, needed, to see the lights go out as she transitioned from the world of the living to the realm of the dead. Espinoza sucked in a sharp breath and addressed the grim repress. Please accept my offering, Santa Muerte. 
his hands trembling with excitement, he raised his machete, summoned all the savage energy he could muster, and brought down the blade. Sharp steel hurtled toward vulnerable flesh. Then a second machete shot out and blocked the incoming blow with a clang that reverberated through the storage room. Sparks flew as one of the robed men parried Espinosa's death blow. The drug lord glared at the fool who dared to interrupt the sacrifice. Even though Talon knew the Halloween getup made him look like a member of Espinosa's brotherhood, his eyes would give him away. They belonged to a different breed of killer than Espinosa's thugs. Grim understanding flooded the drug lord's features as he realized someone had managed to infiltrate his sacrificial circle. The goon Talon was impersonating was still seeping red in the alley that ran along Espinosa's club, Talon's own personal offering to the goddess of death. It would be the first of many.